podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The sponsors of this podcast are the makers of the premium gaming peripherals Hyper X. They make headphones, all kinds of stuff. I'm wearing a pair right now. Fantastic. And they are offering UK-based customers 20% off their entire full-price gaming headset range throughout the tournament up until the 11th of July. Terms and conditions apply. Just head on over to uk.hyperx.com to read the terms and conditions and use the discount code EURO2020 once at the checkout. That's uk.hyperx.com, discount code EURO2020. Hello, I'm Barry Castanola and welcome to Never Write Off the Germans, the most unfortunately titled Euros podcast since I fancy Turkey as the dark horses of this tournament. (laughs) With victory against Germany, the monkey is well and truly off England's back and let's hope the cheeky little bastard doesn't fancy a piggyback during the Ukraine match this Saturday in Rome because this draw and other results have blown this competition wide open, ready for England to blow it. What a few days. More goals scored already than in any other European Championship. 14 of those in two pulsating games on Monday night. The only shame being that Bale couldn't save Wales's bacon as the Danish dared to dream of another European fairy tale that Hans Christian Andersen would be proud of if he was into football and not dead. Talking of death, the Group F, Group of Death, have been buried. France, au revoir, auf Wiedersehen, Deutschland, and whatever goodbye is in Portuguese. <laughs> Joining me to discuss the round of 16 games of Euro 2020, it's 2021, and answer some trivial questions along the way, we have rising comedy star and the only person I know who could and perhaps should have an animal after her name, it's Chloe Petz. Hello, Chloe. Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? Thanks for joining us. I'm very well, thank you. How are you, how are you enjoying the Euros so far? Well, no, I haven't enjoyed the Euros at all since um, the Scotland game because it came very early that I was like, oh, we're so bad, we're going to lose this. And once once England lose, I have no interest whatsoever because it hurts so much. But after last night, I'm absolutely buzzing and I've got like a huge renaissance and I'm loving watching it. Great. Well, also joining us, we have comedy writer, actor, director and host of Stop Hammer Time, the West Ham podcast, and the only person person I know whose name would benefit from having a undealings after it. It's Phil Whelan's. Hi, Barry. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, That's the title of my next Edinburgh show, Sorted. <laughs> I want to make it clear to the listeners as well and not to get confused with the ex-Ipswich town, Middlesbrough, Oxford United and Southend defender yeah, Phil Whelan, right. yeah, uh, yeah. Who's got, who had three under-21 caps. How many under-21 caps have you got, Phil Whelan's? Uh, uh, wait a minute. Um, I'll have to go and count them. Uh, I think it might be none, but I'll go and have a look at the cabinet. In a minute oh. and see how many I've got. Well, while you're doing that, I'll introduce our final guest. It's the host of Radio 4's The News Quiz, The Bugle Podcast, and Test Match Special Statistician. And uh, the only person I know with two Zs in his name, um, I mean, the only one, <laughs> the one I can think of is Jar Jar Gabor. I don't know her. And this one's far more glamorous. It's Andy Zoltzman. Right. You should have, you've got to go with Zinedine Zidane there, surely. Oh, I mean, shit. I, know, I didn't I mean, think for him. I went straight for Jar Jar Gabor. Yeah, I mean, two legends of, the, of 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 football in in their in their different different ways. Zidane and Gabor. But I have I have lots of caps. Um, it's just unsold merch from my podcast, but I've got hundreds of them in the attic. 
I can't believe they weren't flying off the trestle table. <laughs> <laughs> so before we get started, I, uh, I always ask the guests uh, if uh, if they could bring with them. Uh, we normally do it at the end, but why not? It's sometimes it's the most exciting part. Um, so I just ask if everyone's either got an anecdote or perhaps an interesting fact um, about the Euros. Did uh, did anyone bring one along with them? Andy's got his uh, hand I, up. Yes, I did. Yes, Andy. Well, well um, I knew you I, would. You love a stat. And the, I and love a stat. I mean, I, I, I love a stat to a literally professional degree regarding cricket. But um, I was looking at, um, well, you mentioned goals per game. Um, uh, most goals in a year is 2.8 goals per game. And it could be, I mean, obviously, there's this misapprehension with football that it's supposed to be about goals and excitement. And England are desperately trying to keep a lid on on this this misconception. Football is about you know stopping other teams scoring goals. It's not about joy. It's about snuffing out other people's joy. And England are one of the only teams that are carrying on this tradition. And um, yeah, they, I was running a sweepstake with my Test Match Special colleagues, and one of the categories was dullest team of the group stage based on goals for and against. And England absolutely waltzed it with two goals for <laughs> and no goals against. And here's something for you. If it, yes. We love to look for omens, don't we? Let's go back to 1966. England reached the quarterfinals in 1966. I think having, we did better than that. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. So, but they made it to the quarterfinals. And obviously then, spoiler alert for anyone who's been saving it up on whatever tapes they had in, in 1966 and hasn't <laughs> got around to watching the closing stage of the tournament, went on to win it. Um, they reached the quarterfinals having scored four goals and let in no goals, which is exactly what they've done this time, albeit ah. with one more game. So, I mean, that's surely, I mean, it's now inevitable. I, mean, what, I don't know why uh, the other teams don't just give up now. It's almost clits in the bag, isn't it? It's, it's, yeah, it's omens. That's a great omen, isn't it? Yep. That's the sort it's, of omen witches like, uh, don't uh, they? Uh, they? They're into those sort of omens, yes. aren't they? Also, yeah. I mean, it, it adds up. It, it keeps stacking up, uh, Barry. Uh, we're facing a quarterfinal against uh, a country whose name begins and ends with a vowel. It was Argentina in 1966. It's Ukraine this time. I mean, you can't you can't ignore that kind of. I, that kind I, of I'm not. I'm not ignoring it. It's, right. it's, com- it's coming home. Right. Who? <laughs> who uh, Phil? Did you have a fact? Um, I've got a sort of memory of it. Uh, in, yeah, uh, right. In, in uh, uh, Euro 96, uh, um, I was... Uh, quite a lot of the, the sort of World Cups and European tournaments uh, coincide with me having a writing job on a television show. And I wrote for the uh, the catastrophic 1996 iteration of Saturday Live, uh, presented <laughs> by uh, Lee Hurst. Um and uh, whatever happened to him, eh? Oh, yeah, I, I, I know. I've, I've seen. The, I've seen the tweets. Go on, yeah, sorry. That's right. Yeah. He was just storming the capital, wasn't he, in uh, January this year? Um, <laughs> he's gone all QAnon, hasn't he? But he, um, uh, uh, despite the fact that sport had made his name, uh, two tickets came in while we were, you know, in the office for the England Germany Euro '96 semi-final, and. Uh, I went, let's take me, take me to it. I want to go to the game. You know, one of the sponsors had provided two tickets. And he went, uh, no, I'm going to the pictures tonight. And we didn't go. And it's like oh. those two tickets went begging. We ended up watching it in that room upstairs at the Comedy Cafe that a bunch of comedians, including myself, chipped in to sort of put a pool table and some couches <laughs> in. And uh, when we lost, Keith Dover kicked, kicked the door in. <laughs> and kicked the door in going it's always the Germans it's always and he had to be consoled by Jojo Smith and Bill Bailey I seem to remember <laughs> oh no do you know, do you know slightly tragic I went to the um, I went out to um, 
Madrid for the uh, Champions League final. Oh, wow. Spurs against um, uh, Liverpool, obviously. Uh, And I I didn't have a ticket, uh, and I was hoping... I I knew quite early on when I found out the tickets were going for thousands. I thought, well, I'm never going to... I can't afford this. Um, But what I'd done is I'd spoken to to someone at BT Sport, and I said, look, what about if we put together something with a load of fan footage and, uh, and, and afterwards maybe we could do a retrospective? But I knew that this would only possibly happen if Spurs won. I knew it was completely valueless if uh, <laughs> if if we if we didn't win. Yeah. Uh, but also, I was still hoping, I was still begging the man who I've been speaking to at BT Sport to get me in on a media pass last minute. I thought I had a ticket. My, my cousin, a friend of his, um, he had his ticket and the guy got absolutely hammered and was making no sense and no one knew where he was. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm coming to the stadium with you because there's a chance I've got this ticket. I got as almost, I got through the first bit and I got almost to the turnstile when his piss mate called and I go, where are you? Where's my ticket? And I had it in my hand about to go through the turnstile and I said, I can't do that to someone, right? So I went oh, out wow. and, and, and I, I bumped into this French crew and I started just begging them. Oh, I, no, sorry. I'd also pretended that I was crying and, and went to the um, security <laughs> and went, I've, I've got in here, I've lost my ticket. I, I must have had a ticket because how have I, would I have got into this part? And because uh, obviously then I'd gone and handed it back to someone and stayed in there uh, <laughs> and they sent me to another queue and I couldn't get in. Finally, I saw this French crew and I was begging them uh, to see if there's any way they could get me in. And of course there wasn't. Uh, and then they said, oh, can we just quickly interview you right so i stood there doing this interview with with a french crew and then and then when i walked off i and i was so gutted and i was walking off as the game was starting and i could see that they were still filming me doing like this lonely walk away (laughs) it was horrible so i saw the the, the penalty i heard the penalty happen i was watching it on my phone on on youtube outside the stadium it was horrific that is enterprising though bloody hell you tried every avenue possible i did yeah yeah. it didn't work um you're 96 how old would you have been in uh in your Euro 96, uh, or just 1996, not even Euro 1996. Uh, Chloe, how old <laughs> were you? I was three, so I don't remember any of the pain. I just remember all of the subsequent pain. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Inherited pain. That's, yeah, that's yeah. Sport work. Well, I was watching my, um, my, cu- my cousin's little boy was watching the game yesterday, and I think it's his first, like, the first, like, first major tournament that he'll be able to remember. And I was like, this is not how we want to be setting up the, our youth of tomorrow. They cannot live in a world of hope. They need, they need <laughs> no, to know what no. it's like to be an England fan. Um, uh, so did you have, did you, I'll be, I'll be, did you have a fact? That's no, no, quite all right. Did you did you have a fact, uh, Chloe? Well, uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit shit, and then and then you seem to be interested in um, people's names, so I thought I'd just go with it anyway. So, can can you guess the only player at the tournament to have? Whose, whose name can spell both the words COVID and vac- vaccine. He's the only player at the tournament. I'll give you a clue. He's in the England squad. COVID Ooh. and vaccine. Uh, Ooh. I'll give you more clues because it is quite hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, in <laughs> my got... opinion, he's yeah. the most handsome member of the England squad. Okay. Uh, um I mean, we we haven't got a team of lookers. Let's be honest. No, <laughs> this uh, guy, this guy is notable for how good looking he is. There's uh, a famous picture of him modelling with one of his teammates. Oh, this is. It, I'm just trying to think of anyone with a V in their name. It's not Bobby Charlton, is it? Yeah, it's no. Bobby Charlton. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Well done. <laughs> First point to Andy. I've start. I've, I'm taking over. I'm giving the point. Yeah, now. no, no, no. This is. A, I mean. I'm annoyed that, uh, that I haven't seen this fact and got it as a question because I'm. To be honest, it's not. It's not like other quiz shows when they have researchers and stuff. It's, it's me just googling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, and, and I'll be honest, they're not as good as this. 
<laughs> he, he's got a double barrel name. You're going to get it after that, surely. Oh. Trent, uh, Trent Alexander Armstrong. No, it's, it's not Calvert Lewin. Lewin. Calvert Lewin. Of course, Lewin. Dominic Calvert Lewin. Yes. We got a oh, winner. Oh, uh, Andy. Yes. Point, point to Andy. And a, and a point to Chloe for coming up with a good question. Uh, me and you are on Zilch, Phil. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So let's uh, let's let's start with the, with the first clip, and there'll be a question on the back of this. Come with the first clip, please, Leon. Oh, we haven't seen scenes like this in a football ground for a long, long time. Oh, when was that bit of commentary in the England game? After what? And you uh, can buzz. You buzz, by the way. So I, I could oh, oh. buzz, buzz. Yes, yes, uh, Phil. Yes, the Phil. coin toss. Was it after the coin toss? <laughs> One of the most dynamic tosses of a coin they'd ever seen. It really was, wasn't it? Harry Kane caught it on the back of his neck, flicked yeah, it yeah. up. Yeah, amazing. And, and then scored from the halfway line. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyone was, else? Yes, I was, Chloe. I was, I was hoping you weren't going to say the England game and I was going to go along the same lines and say when the when the ball was driven in on the first game on the remote control car. That was amazing. Um, probably the best bit of the tournament. It was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, but I think it could be the Thomas Muller miss. No, it isn't. Ah, it's more right, obvious okay, than that. Well, Andy, you can, you can right. storm into a 2-1 well, was, was it the first goal? It was the first goal, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that seems uh, yeah. drably I mean, obvious, really. I, I, oh, no, can, yeah, can I, I pick you up on, on the remote control car? Yeah. Uh, in terms of you know ways to start a tournament. The 1984 Olympics had a guy on a fucking jetpack yes, flying it, down did. the middle yeah. of the stadium oh, yeah. and LA, Los Angeles. backwards to a remote control car. Surely uh, those two things are the wrong way round. Remote <laughs> control car in 1984 would have been quite impressive. There, there was a brilliant meme uh, with um, uh, Harry Redknapp uh, with his arm out the side of you know you know Harry Redknapp always used on chance yeah, yeah. his arm as someone superimposed him. In. <laughs> That's so good. It was brilliant. when that clip when that clip started and it was just crowd noise. I thought a bit the too question much was good, I thought the question was going to be name these people. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, as I was listening, I suddenly panicked and thought, is this commentary ever going to come in? I thought I, I, I didn't I didn't clip that. I mean, I, I, yeah, I didn't clip that late enough. Uh, talking of Raheem Sterling, right? Uh, he's now scored 15 goals in his last 20 appearances in all competitions for England. Before that, he went how many games without finding the nets? And the nearest answer wins. I'll give you all a go on this. He went how many games without scoring before he'd scored 15 in his last 20? This is... Yes. 23. You say 23. I'm going to open this up to everyone. Nearest wins, Chloe. 12. 12. Andy? Uh, ooh. I know he didn't get many in his first 40 games, but I don't think it was that many in a row. I'm going to go 15. You're going to go 15. It goes to Phil. Phil is off the mark. It was 27 games without scoring. Uh, He's the only player, Raheem Sterling, uh, sorry, only the second player to score in each of England's first three goals in a major tournament. So the World Cup or the Euros. Who did it before him? Who's the only other player to score in the first three games? Of a major competition. Lineker in Italia 90? It was Lineker, but it was actually in 86. But I'll still give you that, Phil. Ooh, that we had a, that's not right. We had, we had we lost 1-0 to Portugal in one of those games. In in the 86 World Cup? Yeah. And they had a nil, I think they had a nil-nil draw with Morocco as well. Oh, hang on. We're gonna have to, let, right, Leon, while, while we're carrying on, because there's going to be a steward's inquiry into this, and I'm slightly concerned because Andy, Andy knows his stats. I mean, Take I got me on on the stats, Barry. I, I tell you what, I, I got this off the BBC website, so if, if they're wrong and they think I'm paying my licence fee next year, they've got another yeah. thing coming. 
It might well, be I, that Lineker didn't start the first two because I think they started I, the tournament with Mark Hately. <laughs> I, 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 and I, I do understand by not paying my licence fee, I'm affecting both Gary Lineker and Andy Zaltzman. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm prepared to do it if they've embarrassed me like this on this podcast. So, Leon, could, if you could just please check that in the background. We'll carry on uh, whether Lineker scored in the first three games of the 1986 World Cup. Uh, in the meantime, not to overburden you with stuff. By the way, Leon is, is our wonderful uh, sound engineer. Um, uh, uh, why are you doing that, Leon? Can you also play the next <laughs> clip, please? Taken away from him by Hommels. Max Hommels has done what he's done most of that 45 minutes. Right place, right time. Again, first to buzz in. What does that better? Co- yes, Chloe. It's, uh, after Kane, uh, Kane was knocked through on, on goal in like the last minute of the first half. And it bounced it, off Saka. I, I disagree. It, the, the thing he took away from him is he, he nicked his pre-match chocolate bar on the way out, was taken away from him by Hummels. It was classic <laughs> German gamesmanship. Yeah, that's extraordinary. He, he, he did do that as well, but I'm going right. to give Chloe the point because okay. the commentary was actually, it was a different bit of commentary. That was, it was, um, uh, uh, that one was actually, <laughs> uh, that that one was, uh, I was about to say Gabriel, what's his name? Gabriel, what's the name of the guy who always did the pitch side stuff, but he's ITV. Gabriel Clark. <laughs> Gabriel Clark, that's it. I was going to say that was Gabriel Clark in the tunnel beforehand, uh, but, it, but it wasn't. Who does the ones for BBC for a bonus point? Who does the, uh, the pitch side stuff for BBC? It varies. Ooh. If you can name me one, I'll give uh, you a bonus point. It's not Jenny Bond, is it? No. Yes, Chloe. It's not Jenny Bond. Right. <laughs> or, does, Nick, does that, or Nicholas Witchell. Does Andros Townsend do it? Or is he on ITV? Uh, Andros Townsend, I've seen him stood at the side. Uh, yep. uh, so, no, he's ITV because I saw him there with Ashley Cole. Mm. ITV. So, so no points. That was just that was just a little, um, little ad lib question there. Thought I'd chuck <laughs> that one in. <laughs> in some ways, I wish I hadn't. Uh, what? should... what's, the, what's the answer? I don't know. All right. uh, what club? <laughs> I've, I've got no idea. Leon, club? can you check that I, I, was well, saying, I, was, I was saying, I was saying Gabriel Clark, for Christ's sake. What club? What club? Uh, I mean, really, it would work better as just a chat this, but yeah. I, I just, we thought we'd... Oh, come on. Well, um, there's some good ones coming up. I've even right. got, if we, if we get to it, if we don't run out of time, I've even got a, uh, we've got an 80s game show round. Oh, awesome. uh, of Play your cards right, where we guess the England team's ages. Um, I haven't thought of a title for it apart from guess their ages right. But you know, Leon, if you can come up with a better name for the player cards right later on, stick stick that on the list. Um, what club does Hummels play for? Matt Hummels. Matt uh, Hummels. Buzz. Oh yes, yes, Chloe. Is he up for a Dortmund? Now? He certainly is. You stormed into a three-two lead. Wow. Well I done. He was Mel- is he not Melchester Rovers anymore? Has he moved on from that? He's, he has. He has moved on. Yeah, he had right. a big argument with uh, Billy the Fish. Three-two. Um, three, it's the it's the most dangerous score at the Euros. It's the most dangerous score. At three-two, what 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 I'm in at the moment? The, the right. Oh yes, yes, yeah. I mean, which has been proven. There's some amazing games. We'll get onto those little Monday night games. Uh, do, do you mean physically it, dangerous? As in, that's the score at which most fans injure themselves, jumping up and down in their living room and bumping into a coffee table. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think because there's been so many goals, there's been like a lot of beer that's been thrown around, so people are more likely to slip. Yes. Yeah. How many times have Germany knocked England out of major finals? How many times? Are you including West Germany in this? Yes, I am. Yes, sorry. Yes, I am. Yes. I should have done more research before inviting Uh, So, uh, yes, uh, Phil. Four? It's not four. Ooh. I was going to go four. Well, you're more than welcome to have a guess. I won't be taking points away um, for getting it wrong. Yes, I did. 
Five? It is five, yes. Ooh. Thank oh, you, Phil. This has suddenly got exciting, <laughs> just like Monday Night's Games with three all. Um, <laughs> I, um, the, I like it when you ask a question that um, Phil and Andy will sort of like earnestly try and work out the answer, whereas I'm just sat there in Vindaloo, Vindaloo going around in my head waiting for a good opportunity to make a guess. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'll have a guess at this one. How many times has Germany won at Wembley? Buzz. Yes. Seven. No. Uh, Buzz. Yes, Andy. Four. No. Oh. <laughs> Phil. Buzz. Yes. Five. Yes, it was five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's, it's three apiece. Unbelievable scenes. We've never had this before on the Never Went Off the Germans podcast. We probably have, but, but we had, you know, for, for the sake of people who listen to it, we haven't. It's exciting. Um, England became the second team in Euro's history to do what? Buzz. Yes, Andy. Is it get through the group stage without conceding a goal? I'll give you I'll give you half a point for that. I'll give Us? you a full point, yes. First four without conceding yes, a goal? Yes, it is, yes, uh. yes. Oh, and I, I mean again, I'm not sure we've ever had a half point before. This is this really is unbelievable. Who are the other teams who have done it? To have not Ooh. conceded in the first four games of the Euros. Ooh. Can you give us can you give us a year? Uh, I can. Two thousand sixteen. Oh, oh! I mean, it's all very well saying "ooh," but someone's got to answer the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is just dead air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's Chloe? Uh, have a guess. But uh, France. Nope. It's close geographically. Belgium. Nope. Oh, this is <laughs> much uh, than that. Spain. <laughs> no, <laughs> the other one, Germany. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have the next clip, please, Leon? England's nemesis, but not this time. That never used to happen. Never, ever. What never used to happen? <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> it has only happened once. You're quite right. <laughs> um, should, we, should we even be in the Euros? Yeah. <laughs> what? England's was, nemesis. This never used to happen. Was that that commentary from the eighteen twenties composing competition buzz, when Beethoven Be- Beethoven got disqualified who? for using an illegal harpsichord against who? Yes. Edgar against England. It's close. It's close, Andy, but it's not right, the right okay. answer. I can't even give it, you half a point. Phil, is yes. England's nemesis uh, Thomas Muller, and he would have scored the goal in his previous version of Thomas Muller that looked like Henning Vane. That is exactly <laughs> right, and made all the more sore for Andy, who answered that for a previous question. Right. But it wasn't. Oh, yes, so, uh, yes. so, yes, uh, the scores on the doors are Phil has five, Andy has three and a half, and Chloe has three, but there's still lots to play for. So we're going to move on to another game. Can we have the clip, please? And I want to know which game this was and what moment you think it was as well. Prathwaite here running it. Rodon could turn the pace as well. He put that into an awkward area. It's a terrible clearance. It's 2 0. Well, I gave away the second part. But if you can tell me which game it was, <laughs> who wants to buzz in? Which game well, was it? Yes, I, Andy. I, I believe that was uh, Denmark against Wales when Wales were, were cruelly robbed um, <laughs> by four unjust goals. <laughs> it's, it certainly was. I don't know if anyone... There was a quote from, uh, from, uh, from there's a, a Dutch news outlet called Voetbal International, which I don't speak Dutch, uh, 
but I, that means I, international football, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I was so I lucky to have you here, Phil. I wasn't Thanks. sure. And and the quote from them was uh, uh, from from a, from a Dutch news outlet was, "The Netherlands were as bad as Wales, and that is not even a real country." <laughs> <laughs> that was the quote from the Dutch. So, who scored the first two goals for Denmark against Wales? Ooh. Oh, yeah, I've forgotten the. Uh... But. Loudrup. Yes, Chloe. One of the Loudrups. Buzz. Um, yes. I think he was blonde. Can I have a half point for that? <laughs> yeah, yes. give, I will give you a half point for that. He was, <laughs> he was blonde. It was Kasper Dolberg. And uh-huh. uh, how many Kaspers are there in the Danish squad, including the manager? Uh, Buzz. Yes, Chloe. Four. No, there aren't four. Buzz. Yes, Phil. 17. <laughs> it, I, I wish there were. I think it's the full 27, isn't it? Aren't they all called Casper? <laughs> they have to be. <laughs> no, it's three. It's Casper oh. Schulman, oh. the manager, Casper Dolberg, and of course, Casper Schmeichel. But it depends write... if you're going by Casper as their name on their, you know. Birth certificates or passports, or Casper—it's a concept. It's a, it's a feeling being a Casper, and <laughs> surely they all feel Casper, even if all they right, actually call. All right, I'll give, I'll give you half a point. Thank the you. The Danish equivalent of a Karen. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in De- in Denmark, uh, you've lost that loving feeling is uh, called you've lost that Casper feeling uh, because <laughs> that means you're very sad and. Uh, Fingers on the buzzers or mouths on the buzzers, more likely. Uh, uh, can you name me a more famous Casper? Uh, yes, Chloe. The friendly ghost. The friendly ghost is what I was looking yes. for. Yes, um, Denmark... not actually that friendly. It turns out off screen. No, that's so <laughs> so often the case with showbiz stars, isn't it? Yeah, they put on a, but really, actually, quite nasty. Once he, of the, uh... Once he takes that sheet off, yeah. Yeah, yeah, not in a Me Too kind of way, but just he just treats people badly. <laughs> Yeah, just just arrogance. Arrogance yeah. more than anything, isn't it? Success, uh, success went to his translucent head. <laughs> um, De- Denmark were the first team. Were the first team to do what in European Championship history? Oh, I know. Was yes, it- Andy. All have five bacon sandwiches at half time. <laughs> and a Carlsberg. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That was it. Buzz, I can't I give it. That was what. That wasn't. Uh, that, that is right, but it was not the answer I was right. looking for. Yes, Phil. Buzz, is it? Uh... Get out of their group despite losing the first two games. It's not. No, um, Chloe. Oh, having someone die. <laughs> having someone die during a match. Is that then come oh, back? Come back, back to life. I mean, I mean, I think, I think, I think um, Israel had that in about th- thirty-three AD in a game. Didn't they? <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point for that, Phil, because that that is correct. I believe they are the first team to have a player die and be resurrected. Uh, the game. Get yeah. well soon, Christian Eriksen. Yeah. Yes, Chloe. He's now um, going to be referred to as Casper, the friendly ghost. Uh, he's Chris Erickson. Um, so, so for a couple is, of uh, minutes. For just a couple of minutes. Are we looking for a, an answer still? Oh, we might as well. I mean, I've asked the question. I honestly don't bloody know. But I oh, think maybe fine. win by four goals. Yes, it is. You should have more confidence, Chloe. Ooh. It absolutely is. Nice. And, and and you have uh, um, you're in second place now. And uh, Andy, this is this is how things can turn in this quiz. Right. I'm regretting uh, my bacon answer now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I still actually knew the answer to that I mean, one. I've let the, myself down. The, the book, the book is favourite <laughs> at the moment is in last place on uh, oh, on on five points. Uh, Chloe in second place on five and a half, and Phil has six points. Uh, let's move on to the next clip, please, Leon. Oh, that is special. 
What was special and who knew it, Andy? Oh, that's got to be the Spanish back pass. One of the greatest own goals in the history of all football. Uh, young Pedri from uh, the Barcelona prodigy. Very few players would have seen that was even on to smash it past his own goalkeeper from 45 yards out. That's a sign of a quality young player who's prepared to go the extra mile and knock it into his own goal from uh, from close to halfway. So, I mean, that that was pretty special for me. Hey, um, it's a good lengthy answer. Right. You can't undermine um, the goalkeeper's part in that. It was a great dummy. It was. Yeah, but that's what you expect from yeah. Spain, isn't it? Yeah. They 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 play the game in a different in a different way. <laughs> Can you imagine if the commentator for the own goal was just went, "Oh, that's special," and he knows it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, mean I, I wish he had. Just incidentally, before we, just as, as a side as a side bonus question, um, there have been a lot of own goals at this tournament. There have actually been more than any other tournament combined out of fifteen euros. How many? Yes, Andy. Nine. Oh, Andy! I've, <laughs> You're quite right. I've done some, I've done some research on this, Barry. Brilliant. Yeah, wow. this was part two of the fact that I didn't get around to earlier on. Nine in 44 matches. That's basically one per five games, near enough. And previously, over the history of the Euros, there's one every 37 matches. There were five in nine tournaments from 1980 to 2012. So you've got to ask, why is this happening? The last World Cup... <laughs> Had more own goals than any previous World Cup. 12 in 64 games, one every five games, basically similar. Mm. Prior to that, the previous um, six World Cups, one every 17 games. What What is happening in international football that footballers are seeing their own goals and thinking, I'm going to stick the fucking ball in there? What mm. What has changed? For one point. Anyone? Yes. So, I, I, since I Brexit, think... it's Brexit. It's since Brexit, mm. the rate of own goals in international football has gone through the roof. It's alarming that, um, that like Andy, when he switches it on and stops giving his silly little answers, could wipe the floor with us. Um, <laughs> it's like he's toying with us, much like Paul Pogba was uh, against the Swiss which I believe is the oh, answer. Oh, and you brought it around beautifully back to the back Thank to the, the question and the answer. Uh that that is absolutely right. Um it was a it was a it was a cracking game, wasn't it? France Switzerland. Monday let's let's quickly Mon- Monday night. I I I can't remember seeing uh you know two games back to back that exciting. And I can't remember the, the last time in in uh, in knockout football. Andy Andy's probably got an example of of and to, to prove me wrong on this. Uh, I, well, the I think the nineteen ninety FA Cup semi finals. <laughs> I was at my grandparents' house and they had two back to back on telly. I think it was it was Crystal Palace beat Liverpool four three, and yep. I think Man United and Oldham had like a three all or a four three as well on the same afternoon, and it felt like football would never be quite as ridiculous as that again and yet there it was on Monday it was a 5-3 and a 3-all it was extraordinary because because also just in terms of sort of matches swinging there was the moment obviously when Lloris saved the penalty and then Benzema scored that, I mean that, that first goal when he dragged it from behind him and you're like yeah. there's no way France aren't winning this uh, and what a what a game did you watch it Phil? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. Incredible game. Uh, I mean, they were two fantastic matches, weren't they? I mean, to end up uh, three, three all uh, full time and the score that ends up five, three in extra time, Spain versus Croatia. That was a brilliant game. You know, there's just been fantastic games. After all the sort of doer games of the group, suddenly things kind of went mental, didn't they? Which often... do, you remember the, do you remember Germany beating Brazil 7-1? 
was that the last World uh, Cup? Y- yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something about that. I, I, I was at the, uh, I was at the Soho Theatre watching a um, Kyle Kinane, the comedian, brilliant comedian Kyle Kinane at the, at the Soho Theatre, and uh, I had recorded it, and I was avoiding the score, and I saw a text from my brother go, unbelievable. And I put my phone down. Uh, I went into the, the toilet. Someone walks in, and go, do you know the result? And I went, they were talking to a friend. Please don't tell me I've recorded it. Someone else came straight away. I can't believe seven one, and I was, I was so furious. Right, like, and and the guy was looking at me. I was, oh, great, thanks a lot. And the guy, he's done nothing wrong, right? But I was so furious because I was like, imagine if I'd have got home and watched that as live, yeah, I, yeah. like the most unbelievable result ever. So I, I left the theatre. I was, I was just so, I was so gutted. I was, I mean, I mean, I must have. There must be more going on in my life at that point because I was, <laughs> I, I, I was disproportionately gutted. And and I walked, so I bumped into Ed Gamble, uh, uh, the comedian. And we were we were talking, and I told him about it. He goes, "You're right." I said, "No, I'm not right, actually." And I told him the story, and I could see him looking at me, going, "Oh, bloody hell, mate! All right." And as we turned around the corner, I went, "I've, I've avoided this score." And if it hadn't been for that guy, and I swear I'm not making this up, there was a, a conga came around the corner with a load of Germans going seven one. <laughs> <laughs> About a, a couple of years, I was uh, years ago. I was walking through Soho, and uh, I saw a German lady, and I knew that she was German because she was wearing a vest top, and on her left arm, she had tattooed Germany seven, Brazil one. Oh wow! And I just thought that was quality. So, what 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 do you guys think is the result that you would have tattooed on you? Oh. Oh. Uh, I don't know. I always, I always do think back though to the to the story about the guy who uh, who got um, Andy Cole a massive Andy Cole tattoo on his leg uh, the day that he signed for Man United. He was a Newcastle supporter. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a stupid thing to do anyway. But that, that is absolutely. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, it'd, it'd have to be a nil it, nil. I, mean, I reckon. Because <laughs> you have nil-nil tattooed on you, people might think you've competed in two fifths of an Olympics. <laughs> I'd, I'd get if I got nil-nil, I'd, I'd, I'd have I'd have it around each nipple. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all on the buttocks, uh, just to, to, to do sitting on it constantly, reminding of reminding you of a, a wonderful uh, nil-nil draw. <laughs> Do you know, a friend of mine um, said that he'd, he'd read that if you had to put a £5 bet on the two games being 3 all on, on Monday night, uh, it would have paid out £20,000. You're like, well, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what mug would ever have gone into a bookies or online uh, move of the times, Barry? Most people do it on app. Uh, but who, yeah, who would have put that bet on? Um, Switzerland went out on penalties in the last Euros. Does anyone know who against? This is quite a difficult question. Ooh. Oh God, I can't remember that at all. Yeah, there are. No. no, it was quite tricky. It was, it was, it was Poland. It was oh, Poland, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we we've we're quickly running out of time here. Actually, this is oh. this is uh, this has gone very quickly. So I think what we sh- what we should do. Let me see. Just uh, guess at the answers to the remaining questions. I'm going to go uh, through a couple six. of quick ones. Uh, <laughs> six. Alan Shearer, offside. I'm going to run through a, a couple of a couple of questions really quickly, okay. and then uh, and then we're going to do I'm going to do the shortest of the game. I had I had I play cards right. I had the prices right. I blankety blank. We're just going to do blankety blank. Um, but before that, I'm going to go through a couple of quick questions for, uh, for you. <laughs> blankety blank quick. is in fact the official um, FIFA terminology for a nil nil draw. Well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit more Dutch you've learnt, Barry. A little bit more Dutch there. <laughs> uh, I, th- yeah, I mean, every day's a school day. Um, which pairing have created the most chances over the last two Euros? Which pairing? Yeah, Ooh. which... 
Uh, the Proclaimers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Harry and Meghan, is it? Um, I'm, it can, uh, De Bruyne and Lukaku. No, they were second. Joint oh, second it, with De Bruyne and Hazard. Chances or goals? Chances. Oh, did you just give us the answer? No, no, no. They, they were they were sort of second and third with De Bruyne and Lukaku and De Bruyne and Hazard. Uh, Eden Hazard, not the new one. Oh, that's a... Yeah, you wouldn't get it. It's almost a trick question. It was Ramsey and Bale. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, they're easy when you know the answers, aren't they? That's what, uh, <laughs> That's what what's his name used to say, didn't he? Uh, older Chris Tarrant. Um, let's when, have we a look. Go, when we go, ooh, we're really saying nil nil. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> tell me about another significant game. We've obviously got Belgium uh, against Italy. Tell me about a, a significant game between Mancini and Martinez in terms of knockout football. Uh, oh, is it a cup final? Yes. Was, yes. We're getting, and it, we're going to. Yeah, we can versus Man City. I'll give you half a point each for that because you sort of you sort of Good joined together work, on that answer. Yeah, yeah. Ben well Watson done. scored the winner. That's got to be worth an extra point, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Thanks, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on then. Go on then. I mean, I mean, you're you're full to yourselves because uh, that's put Chloe in the lead. Um, all was of he Holland's the gingerest red... ever scorer in a cup final. Ben Watson. He was quite ginger, wasn't he? Was there been a very ginger more ginger scorer in a cup final than Ben Watson? No, uh, I mean, as you said that, do you know what I thought of? I just thought of Gordon Strachan when he pretended to climb over the advertising boarding. (laughs) Would that have been the 86 World Cup? Yeah, he played in 86. Scotland had those shorts with a bizarre... They had played a game against Uruguay. Uruguay had a red card in under a minute. And um, and in fact, throughout the 1990s, they were officially at the UN. The little badge in front of the Uruguayan delegate just said, 10-man Uruguay. (laughs) Their official title, isn't it? (laughs) Talking of red cards... Uh, how many red cards have Holland had against the Czech Republic or Czechoslovakia? Uh, bear in mind, it's the only red cards they've ever had at the Euros. Interesting fact for you. Go, go on, Andy. Three. No, but you're close. Yes, Phil. Four. It is four. Well done. Thanks, <laughs> Andy. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, and Always the, the... go after Andy. That's my rule. <laughs> like, that's my rule for everything. Uh, two more questions before we very quickly play blankety blank and then we're done. Um, the uh, the own goal that Andy referred to earlier in the uh, in the uh, Croatia Spain match was the second longest range goal in Euros history at forty nine point three yards. What was the longest? Yes, I, Andy. I know this. It yes. was Patrick Schick against Scotland, and it I know really... this because in my the sweepstake that I'm running, there is a category for longest range goal wow. that. You can win £30 if your team scores a lot. And it was basically done after the first weekend of games. And that was... We're all very disappointed by that. Very disappointed. He he ruined... Patrick Schick ruined a significant element of my sweepstake. Well, well, you shouldn't be... uh, Because you just scored a point on the uh, the Euros podcast. Never write off the Germans. Awful name now, looking back. Awful name. (laughs) Um, The um, uh, Alvaro Morata has scored five goals in the Euros. He is the joint leading Spanish scorer with whom? Yes. Fernando Torres? It is Fernando Torres. Good one. 
Oh my God, we're going to go on to blankety blank now. It's almost like sudden death because these are the scores going into the... I was going to do one blankety blank each, but actually, do you know what? A, we've run out of time. Secondly, I can use them on another one. Um, <laughs> so uh, the scores on the doors are Andy on 7.5 and Chloe and Phil on 8 each. It all comes do, do down... We, yes, do we yes. ever get a confirmation on the Gary Lineker? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Leon, Leon, um, can you can you please come in on that and let us know? Uh, I didn't actually. Oh, get okay, any... fine, fine, fine. I'm telling you, he didn't score in the first two games. Uh, I, I, I'm going um, uh, to. He, he got three in the last group game against Poland. He got two against Paraguay in the second round, and he got England's goal in the quarterfinal against Argentina. I mean, he seems pretty sure, doesn't he? I'm very confident yeah, yeah. of that, Barry. He is very common. And how did I word the Beardsley question again? got the other goal against Paraguay. And those P- were the only P- seven Beardsley. goals that he got in the tournament. P- um, the, My how brain did is I... wasted. So who... <laughs> who um, whose question was that? Who do I need to take points off? Uh, me. Take it off me. I said Lineker for 1990. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you he had... He scored those pens, didn't he? He scored pens, was it? Well, they were at the end of the tournament, weren't they? Yeah. Got the two against Cameroon in the quarterfinal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he didn't. So yeah. So he wasn't in the group stages. I think then no, we I only got. We I only got, mean, listen. We had we 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 had a bit. Of, Andy, you know this as, as a host. I had a bit of momentum going there. Yeah. Going so into the final. I've absolutely ruined it, haven't I? Being facts to a quiz. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I, I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take half a point off to keep it interesting, off you feel, because <laughs> that was the answer I had, despite the fact it might well have been incorrect. Uh, and I'll tell you how I can't multitask because as I went to search for it quickly uh, I started typing in Andy Zaltzman instead of Gary Lineker right. <laughs> we're, we're very interchangeable really <laughs> yeah, I, it, might, I, it might be he was the last England player to score in three consecutive games at a tournament maybe maybe it was that well, 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 could that have been the question Barry? it might have been good job I've only taken half a point off right. uh, and, it, and it's all to play for going into the final question which is blankety blank Yes. Did the French call Laurent Blanc blankety as a, as a nickname, do you think? <laughs> they should have done, shouldn't they? Blanc, Blanc, I think it would have been Blanquety. Now He loved blankets as well, so it would have been quite appropriate. He was a big blanket fan. Loves his and and uh, you know what he liked with his Christmas dinner? Frank LeBeuf, they used to call him Blankety Frank. Because <laughs> he liked what is a great name, isn't it? Frank the Beef. Yeah. Love it. Okay, right. These are uh, newspaper, this is a newspaper headline. From yesterday, the game, the day of the England-Germany match. And I need you, whoever buzzes in first, to fill in the blank. This came from one of our... Is it the war? <laughs> it, actually, uh, no, uh, it isn't, but uh, okay. I, I bet... Sort of I, going I, early I, on that. I, bet there, I bet there was a lot of that going on at Wembley yesterday. Yeah. Oh. Um, right. This is the question. All to play for. Final round, whoever wins this walks away with this week's title. Come on, Harry, even blank scored. Yes, Uh, Phil. Matt Hancock. Yes, it was. It was Matt Hancock. It was the front page of the sun. Come on, Harry, even Hancock scored. Uh, Well, I mean, what a game for the neutrals. Very tense, yeah. Uh, I mean, if, there's if no neutrals in a quiz like this. <laughs> well, if Surely. people listening, if they're big Andy Zoltzman fans or Chloe Pets fans, then you know, you're going to be disappointed, but Very you disappointed. will... Ad- ad- We've ad- let them down, ad- Chloe. 
but you, you can't deny that, that Phil came out of nowhere. He was the first to score and he wins with 8.5 to Chloe's 8. And, you, I mean, I don't know what, what odds we would have got on this. Andy in last place with 7.5. Uh, I'm not even giving you half a point for, for correcting me. In fact, I'm taking points off for correcting Fair me. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Andy on minus 15. Descent, essentially. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Red card. Off you go. Uh, we didn't even get to play your cards right, which I've just realised, as I say, I'd, I'd, I'd made play your cards right of just going through the England scene, guessing whether the next player was older or younger. I should have done it on red or yellow cards. Might do that for the next one. But yeah. but none of you will be on it, so uh, you'll, you'll have to listen in. As will uh, the rest of you listening. Thank you for, for downloading Never Writes Off the Germans. And thank you very, very much. Quickly, before we go, anything to plug, guys? Anything, anything you want to plug? Uh, no, no, no. Fine. Yeah, no, no worries. No, no one wants to just plug anything. Just life just... in general. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hooray sport. for life. Hooray for sport. Oh, yeah. sport's been Andy, the big winner. I mean, Andy's Phil might podcast. have won this. I'd like to plug Andy's podcast. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'd like to, yeah, and the news quiz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And test match special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to plug Andy as a, as a concept. Yeah, the concept Thanks. of Andy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andy Zaltzman, well and truly plugged. Um, thank <laughs> He's got the Casper factor. Thank you. thank you, Andy Zaltzman. Thank you, Chloe Petz. Thank you, Phil Whelan. Thank you very much for listening. Never Write Off the Germans, written and hosted by Barry Castanola, produced by Mike Lee and Paul Myers, engineered by Leon Gorman, and original format by Ashley Blaker. Sports Social Podcast Network.